Most of us know that building muscle takes constant work and it takes time. This is an accepted thought. But do you consciously take the time to work on your confidence like it's a muscle? (laughs) The answer is often no. In fact, there are a lot of things that we're doing or actually we're not doing every day that over time can really hurt our feeling of confidence. We definitely don't want that. So today we're going to talk about three of these things. In fact, I think these are the three biggies. So let's do it. Welcome to You Can Do Amazing Things, the podcast to help you get out of your own way and accomplish more in your life. I'm Holly Roman, and together we're going to unlock what's holding you back from your next goal and get you into action to step into your greatness and have the success you've been dreaming of. If you're looking for a positive place each week to grow and learn, get inspired to take your next steps so you could feel more success, joy, and happiness, meet me here every Thursday. It'll be like our weekly chat. We'll drink our coffee or favorite drink together, and we'll definitely have some fun learning, growing, and accomplishing your next amazing thing. Let's do this. Okay, getting straight into it. Number one, we are not making progress. We all know that progress is making steps toward a goal. I like to say we're a little bit better today than we were yesterday. But actually, deep down, we all crave progress. Sometimes we don't even realize it. And if we're not careful, we could just be floating through life without a direction or real goal, and then this can really diminish our confidence. Maybe in your world, everything is just great and you're enjoying life, which is wonderful. But if we aren't in a steady state of learning or making progress in an area of our lives, we can become stagnant and then very subtle changes can occur and then things can start to snowball for the worst. Let's take an example. Say things are really going well in your job and you're going along for a long time and one day a coworker of yours gets a huge new client and you didn't. You wonder why, like, oh, well, I've been here longer and I come every day and I do a great job and you just can't figure it out. But maybe, maybe this employee has been working super hard at learning something new that is good for the company and because of that, you were able to get this new client in your company and this client and all the projects went to your coworker and not you. How do you feel at that point? Probably not as confident about your job or even about yourself. It's just an example. I know there are a lot of things, but things can happen like this all the time. Someone can outwork you and then all of a sudden appear out of nowhere and take the lead, so to speak. (laughs) Or let's take a more general example. Say you have a goal. It could be in anything, as we all have different things that we're working on. And to get to that goal, you have to accomplish smaller things. Each step toward that goal is making progress. But what happens if you created this goal for yourself, and after six months, you were at the same spot you were when you made the goal? How do you feel? Confident? Probably not. It's a bad feeling for sure. Say you wanted to prepare for a race. That's a good goal. I mean, maybe not for me, but but for a lot of people. But you wouldn't feel confident in competing in that race if you didn't take the steps each week to train and to prepare and all of the things you need to do to take part in that race and feel really good about running it. It applies to so many things, and you've probably been in this similar situation. Maybe people haven't seen you in a while, and then they ask, oh, how are you? You know, how is it going with XYZ goal? And you sit there and think, oh my gosh, I haven't done anything about it. And you're just feeling so bad when they ask about it, right? 
Or you could see how the opposite is true. Say you told people you were going to start working out, and then six months later, they see you. They don't even need to ask you. They notice. They say, wow, you've been working out. You look so good. I know your confidence is a lot higher in that example. As you go through life, make sure you're progressing in something that matters to you. Don't stay the same. Don't, don't be stagnant because actually we don't want to stay the same. We want progress. We could go in one direction and make the progress, or we go in the other direction if we don't take action and make progress. Think about our minds. If we don't use our minds and we don't challenge it, and over time, over a lot of time, if we can become maybe really dull or not as quick as we used to be in the mind, right? That's really bad. It's the same idea. The real key is to make progress and things that really matter to you. And then you're going to feel your confidence rise in a natural way. With each step, you're going to feel excitement and anticipation of reaching that goal you set for yourself. You'll become happier because you're working on something meaningful. Progress, oh, it is so important. If you haven't listened to the episode on that I did earlier, I would recommend it for sure. Go take a listen. It's episode six, and it's called Progress, an Essential Key to Happiness. And the happiness I'm referring to is that deep, fulfilling type of happiness that lasts. Okay, let's move on to number two. We don't speak up for ourselves. This is one of the most common challenges for people, and so much of it has to do with how we were raised or how we were treated in childhood, or, and even the culture in which we lived. And another reason why this is so difficult is that sometimes we don't know how to set boundaries for ourselves to know what to accept and what not to accept. For example, if you grew up in an environment where maybe you were ridiculed for things you said or made to feel bad after speaking. You might not have self-corrected yourself as a child because you were a child and maybe insecure. And then maybe later, you might repeat this behavior in some way as an adult. Maybe someone in your family puts you down when you speak or tells you your ideas aren't going to work. But because you've had the experience in your past of being ridiculed and you didn't speak up then, the pattern may continue even as you're older. There is a lot in this one. I think I mentioned this topic of boundaries. It could be an entire episode. So we're not going to get too deep in this one, but not speaking up really goes a long way to crushing your confidence. That is why it is super important to nip this one in the bud fast. So what do we do instead? Instead of accepting comments that can be hurtful or condescending or whatever the case, practice. Practice what you might say in different situations or practice in your mind of what you might do if someone says something or makes you feel like you need to speak up. For example, if your spouse says something that made you feel bad about, I don't know, something, maybe you told yourself you'd give yourself 30 minutes to think about it and then you can formulate your response. That way there isn't emotion tied to your comment and you have the ability to think about what you want to say. Speaking up and communicating why something was hurtful or why you felt bad from something will give you that boost of confidence and really it will make you feel better about yourself. There are so many examples in this one. Things can happen in relationships, at work, with friends or acquaintances. So many examples. But when you try to understand the situation and what you're dealing with, Consider taking a moment or two before you respond to make sure you're, you know, you're looking at all the factors, you're, you're thinking about everything, and then 
Formulate the best plan so you could be heard and understood in the best way possible. Every time you do this, you will build your confidence as you are speaking up for yourself over and over again. Last one, number three, we aren't exercising. Stay with me on this one. I know you all know the benefits of exercise, but first let's just recap the most obvious. Not only does exercise help us build muscle, tone our muscles, get stronger, lose weight, all of those benefits, it also has a positive effect on our mental health as well. It can reduce anxiety, help with depression, and change up a plain old bad mood. Obviously, there are a lot more, but that's good for the sake of this point. But I want to paint a picture for you a minute that will show the enormous power of regular exercise or not engaging in regular exercise and how this can affect our confidence. Say you just started out on a journey to lose 30 pounds. You were feeling a little insecure, your clothes weren't fitting right, and you just needed a change. So you started eating better, you started exercising, and you stayed pretty consistent. Over a period of time, you lost the weight. You felt better and better and better as each month passed and you felt stronger, healthier, your clothes fit better. You were feeling so much more confident. Then you hurt your knee. Oh my gosh, you were in so much pain and you had to take a break. You tried physical therapy, but found out eventually you had to have surgery. So this put you out of the exercise routine for six months. You started to notice you were losing muscle. Then you were getting a little bit depressed and then your eating habits started to go down the drain and then you didn't feel as good and then you didn't feel like working out. And then, wow, your pants are tighter and the downward spiral can begin. You can see it, right? We could actually see this both ways, how it could really build our confidence once we start exercising and then how much it can affect our confidence in a negative way if we let exercise go. There are so many layers to this one just like the other two we talked about. These are the three main ways that I believe really can hurt our confidence if we don't work on them. And I think it's because they all have such a big ripple effect. I could just look at my own story for a minute. So for over 15 years, I have been very much into fitness and health, and I shared with you about my backstory. I won't get into that now. I did an episode about that earlier on, episode seven, if you're interested to hear it. But after my back started to get worse, I found I wasn't working out as much because I'd be in so much pain. And then with each passing month, I literally would cringe at the thought of working out that day because I knew how much pain it would trigger. And then finally, and I mean finally, I got surgery, really hoping that would do the trick. So if we were to just stop right there, I could see how I didn't feel as strong as I was before all of the back problems happened. And then especially before and after surgery, I wasn't as strong. And I certainly wasn't as confident in my strength as I used to be. As months went on, if I sat in that and let that keep me down, it could have gone in a total downward spiral. What if I started to not care what I ate? And then I could have gained weight. Thankfully, I didn't, but there's that potential, right? And then what if I gained weight and then started to have health problems? Maybe I had high blood pressure. Who who knows? You see what I mean? The list can go on and on, and one problem can hit another problem just like dominoes. 
I guess there is a compounding effect to so many things, actually. I'm sure if we were sitting down having dinner together, we could come up with so many more examples and see how they could spiral out of control or even spiral upward in a positive direction, like a good compounding effect. In fact, that's one of my favorite books, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. It's really a good read if you want to dive into this idea. He talks about those small decisions you make every day that will take you to the life you're desiring and have the success you're dreaming about or not. (laughs) It can totally go the other way as well. And I think it's really important to stress that just like there are different things that we can do that hurt our confidence, we have to build our confidence in many different areas as well. So we're not tying our confidence to just one singular thing, like in our relationship or in our job or whatever that is. Look at how these things can really affect our confidence levels. It's fascinating, really. And, and it's so good to keep in our minds every day. So just to recap the three main things that can hurt our confidence and we really need to stop doing and we need to do the opposite. Number one, we don't make progress. Remember to take the steps every day to make progress in something you really care about or that you're working toward. Number two, we don't speak up for ourselves. Stop being silent. Set those boundaries. Give yourself some time and say what you need to say in order to be heard and understood in the best way possible. And number three, we don't exercise. We need to make positive steps here every day. Move your body and get the rewards. There are so many benefits to exercise or just moving your body, whatever that is for you. Start doing exercise or don't stop doing this important habit in your life. So why do we need to keep working on our confidence? Because it is a big deal. Confidence can give you so much positive energy to take more action toward what you're working on. It can give you the ability to cope better and handle setbacks and difficult situations. It can give you a feeling of happiness and worth, and you don't feel a need to prove yourself. It could make you more resilient and have the feeling that you can tackle whatever life sends your way. Confidence gives you a settling feeling of you liking you. That's huge. There are so many benefits. I know I can keep going and going, but I want to encourage you to think about it. Think about it daily. What are you doing to help yourself feel better and work on that confidence muscle? Do it for you and keep in mind that what we talked about today and that domino effect Remember, one small decision in one day to not work on something, it's not going to matter so much. But over time, doing or not doing those things will make a very big impact. Let's not forget it. Let's end with a favorite quote of mine from Maya Angelou. I can be changed by what happens to me, but I refuse to be reduced by it. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please share it with a friend who you think would enjoy it as well. If you haven't done so, I would love it if you could give me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean so much to me and it would help get the word out for the podcast. I will look forward to next week. Seeing you here, same time, same place. Have a great week.